Hi, Rebecca Shear here. Looking for more ways to circle round with us? Join the Circle Round Club and get all sorts of great perks, like a welcome box with Circle Round goodies, monthly newsletters, even ad-free episodes, and bonus bedtime stories. Support our public radio podcast and sign up now at wbur.org slash Club. WBUR Podcasts, Boston. Ever heard the saying, good things come to those who wait? Well, there's another saying that goes, good things come to those who wait, but better things come to those who work for them. In today's story, we'll find out how hard work can bring some very sweet rewards. I'm Rebecca Shear, and welcome to Circle Round, where story time happens all the time. Today, our story is called The Sweet Spot. It was inspired by legends told by the Wabanaki, the people of the Dawn Land, who have lived in what is now Maine and eastern Canada for more than 11,000 years. Some really great people came together to bring you our adaptation of this tale, including Tantu Cardinal and Jonathan Joss. Tantu Cardinal has played more than 120 roles in theater, film, and TV, most recently in the Amazon mystery series Three Pines. Grown-ups watch for her in Killers of the Flower Moon, coming to theaters this fall. Jonathan Joss has appeared on television programs like Parks and Recreation and King of the Hill, plus miniseries and films like Comanche Moon and The Magnificent Seven. He can currently be seen in the Paramount Plus series Tulsa King. So circle around, everyone for the sweet spot. Long, long ago, in the earliest of days, Great Spirit created all things. He created water. May there be water. He created sky. May there be sky. And he created earth. May there be earth. To inhabit the earth, Great Spirit created people. May there be people. And right off the bat, the people were happy, very happy, because Great Spirit gave them so many gifts to enjoy. He created fertile soil so they could grow vegetables. Our corn and squash are so abundant this year. Thank you, Great Spirit. He created rushing rivers so they could catch fish. The trout we've caught in our traps today will make for a fine meal. Thank you, Great Spirit. He created animals so they could hunt for food and fur. Thank you, Great Spirit. Thank you. There was one other thing Great Spirit created for the people. Something that would make their lives especially sweet. Outside the people's village, on the other side of a tall, steep hill, Great Spirit planted a wide, sweeping stand of sugar maple trees, each one filled with delicious, sticky maple syrup. In modern times, maple syrup comes from the maple tree's sap, a watery substance which you tap and boil down at a specific time of year. But in the early days, all you had to do was grab a branch, snap off the end, and the thick, sugary syrup came oozing right out any time you wanted. And as you can imagine, the people loved it. Oh, this maple syrup is so golden and sweet. Thank you, Great Spirit. Now that the people had all their gifts, 
The soil, the rivers, the animals, the syrup. Great Spirit summoned his helper, the wise, gentle giant known as Glooskabe. Glooskabe. Yes, Great Spirit? Have you seen my latest creation? All those people running about. Oh, yes, Great Spirit. I've seen them planting and fishing and hunting. You've given them such marvelous gifts. Thank you. But I want to make sure they appreciate those gifts and use them wisely and well. I have many creations to keep track of. So I want you to watch over my people. Me? Yes. I want you to make sure they don't misuse or mishandle or waste a thing. It would be my honor, Great Spirit. You can count on me. When Glooskabe made her first visit, the people were overjoyed. Glooskabe! We're so delighted to see you. And I'm delighted to see you. Tell me, friends, how are things? Oh, things couldn't be better, Glooskabe. That's right. Our crops are flourishing. We're catching wonderful fish in our traps. And we have plenty of game to hunt for clothing and food. Not only that, but we have the sweet golden syrup that oozes from the sugar maple trees. Oh, yes. My family has one spoonful each night for dessert. We have one with breakfast. And we have one after lunch. After each visit, Glooskabe would return to Great Spirit to deliver her report. Well, Glooskabe, how are my people doing? How do they fare? I am happy to report, Great Spirit, that the people are thriving. They are using all of your gifts responsibly, conscientiously. They never misuse or mishandle or waste a thing. Splendid. Although I've given the people many gifts to make their lives comfortable, I'm glad they aren't getting too comfortable. They still work hard. Indeed they do, Great Spirit. Very hard. But I'll keep visiting, and I'll let you know if anything changes. Well, the day eventually came when something did change. On one of Glooskabe's visits to the people's village, it appeared to be deserted. Hmm. Where is everyone? One by one, Glooskabe walked up to the houses and peered inside. Look at these houses. They're a mess. Everything is dusty and in disarray. Perhaps it's because the people are hard at work in the fields. So Glooskabe ran on her long, strong legs to the fields. But when she got there... Goodness me, there's no one around. And look at those weeds. The field is riddled with them. Hasn't anyone been taking care of the crops? Glooskabe was befuddled. If the people weren't at home, and they weren't in the fields, then where else could they be? Oh, I know. The river. Perhaps they've gone fishing. But when Glooskabe raced down to the water... Hmm. Not a soul to be seen. And look at those fish traps. They're filled with mud and muck. As if nobody's cleaned them out in a while. As Glooskabe pondered the situation, 
She began to grow concerned. The people must be in trouble if they've abandoned their village like this. And not just their village, but their fields and their river. I must find them. I must. So Gluskabe set off toward the only other place she could think of, the stand of sugar maples over the tall, steep hill. But when she reached the top of the hill, she froze right in her giant tracks. Because at the bottom of the hill, she saw something that made her giant jaw drop, her giant heart pound, and her giant eyes grow so wide they were bigger than dinner plates. It can't be. It can't. And yet, I fear it is. Great Spirit will not be happy about this. What do you think Gluskabe spotted at the bottom of the hill? And why will Great Spirit be so displeased? We'll find out after a quick break. Support for Circle Round comes from Indeed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And listeners will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Circle Round. That's Indeed.com slash Circle Round. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for Circle Round comes from Wondery with the new podcast, The Cat in the Hat Cast, perfect for the whole family. Join the Cat in the Hat and your favorite Dr. Seuss characters as they get whisked away on a new adventure every week. Bursting with music, silliness, and rhymes, the Cat in the Hat cast encourages us all to find fun that is funny in every episode. Listen to the Cat in the Hat cast early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus. I'm Rebecca Shear. Welcome back to Circle Round. Today, our story is called The Sweet Spot. Before the break, Great Spirit gave the people many gifts, including a stand of sugar maple trees that produced thick, sweet syrup all year round. Great Spirit asked Gluskabe to make sure the people used their gifts wisely and well. But one day, Gluskabe couldn't find the people anywhere, until she stood at the top of the tall, steep hill and looked down at the stand of sugar maples. Look at the people. They're all just lying on their backs beneath the trees, with their mouths open wide so they can guzzle the thick, sweet syrup that's dripping from the branches. Gluskabe put on a burst of speed as she took off down the hill. People! Why are you lying and lazing around when you should be planting together? And fishing together and hunting together. You have work to do and lives to lead. Great Spirit has given you so many marvelous gifts. You must use them wisely and well. But the people didn't respond. They just went on slurping the ooey-gooey golden syrup and licking their lips with sugar-coated tongues. Gluskabe didn't know what to do. 
So she went to Great Spirit and told the powerful creator everything she had seen. Hmm. This news is very disappointing, Gluskabe. I fear that life has become too easy for the people. I'm afraid it's true, Great Spirit. What will we do? Well, I believe I have a plan that will wake the people up and turn them around. But I will need your help. I'll do anything, Great Spirit. As always, I'm at your service. Thank you, Gluskabe. Here is what I want you to do. First, I want you to go... As Great Spirit laid out his grand plan, Gluskabe listened carefully. Then she jumped into action. First, she bounded off to the forest and collected bark from the birch trees. Look at this bark. So sturdy and thick. It will do quite nicely. Next, she used the birch bark to weave an enormous bucket. Under, over, under, over. Nice and tight. After that, she plunged the bucket into the river. Once the bucket was filled with water, she carried it to the stand of sugar maple trees. All right. With all these lazy people lying around, I have to be careful not to step on any fingers or toes. But here goes. Gluskabe approached a tall sugar maple. She held the bucket high, then poured water into the top of the tree. After that, she poured water into the top of another tree. And another. Until every single tree was full. Within moments, the people began to murmur and grumble. One by one, they sat up staggered to their feet and glanced around. When they caught sight of Gluskabe, they called out in confusion and frustration. Gluskabe, what has happened to our maple syrup? All that's dripping from the trees is a thin, watery liquid. Oh, and it's hardly sweet at all. Our tree's thick golden goodness is gone. Actually, friends... I wouldn't say it's gone. Gluskabe strode over to a tree and wrapped her hand around its trunk. My friends, the days of thick, sweet, golden syrup freely dripping from these sugar maples are over. What? But you just said... I know what I said. Now hear me out. While you were lying flat on your backs, lapping up your thick golden syrup, I did as Great Spirit asked. I filled the sugar maple trees with water from the river. The water diluted the syrup, made it more liquidy. So now, instead of sweet golden syrup, the trees will produce a thin, clear sap with barely a hint of sweetness. But what good will thin, clear sap do us? Especially if it isn't sweet or golden. Well, this thin, clear sap can become sweet and golden, provided you work for it. First, you'll make a small hole in the trees and collect the thin, clear sap in buckets. This process is called tapping the trees. Tapping the trees? Yes. Then you'll gather wood to make fires so you can boil the sap down. Boil the sap down? Yes. 
but you must collect a whole lot of sap and boil it for a very long time to make enough sweet golden syrup for all of you. You will have to work hard and work together. We can do that, Glooskabe! We will work hard, together, all year long. Actually, my friends, that will not be possible. You see, Great Spirit has declared that the sugar maple trees will only produce sap for a short time each year, just before the coming of spring. That way, you will appreciate and honor it more, and you won't forsake your other work. You will plant and fish and hunt and do all the things that people must do. This is how it will be. And so it was and is. Once a year, in certain parts of the world, just before the coming of spring, the sugar maples begin to flow with sap. People work hard to collect the sap and boil it down until eventually it becomes maple syrup. It's a precious yearly reminder to remember our gifts and honor them and work together to use them wisely and well. Because when we do, life is that much sweeter. Now it's your turn. You can remember and honor the gifts you receive by creating a gratitude board. Get a piece of poster board or tape a bunch of blank papers together. And then once each day, write or draw one thing you're grateful for. Ask your family members to do the same. At the end of the week, you can look at your gratitude board and talk about what's up there to honor and appreciate the wonderful things in your lives. This week's story, The Sweet Spot, was adapted by me, Rebecca Shear. It was edited by Nora Sachs. Our original music and sound design is by Eric Shimalonis. Our artist is Sabina Hahn. Sabina has drawn a black and white coloring page for every Circle Round story, and you can color them in while you listen. Grown-ups, visit our website, wbur.org slash circle round, and click on coloring pages. And while you're at wbur.org slash circle round, click the books link to find our circle round picture books adapted from some of your favorite episodes and featuring illustrations by artists from around the world. Special thanks to this week's actors, Theodore Chin, Ryan DeLusung, Jessica Rao, Erica Rose, Tantu Cardinal, and Jonathan Joss. Tantu Cardinal has appeared in numerous movies, plays, and TV shows, including Dances with Wolves, Legends of the Fall, Longmire, Westworld, and Amazon's hit mystery series, Three Pines. Grown-ups watch for her in Killers of the Flower Moon, coming to theaters this fall. Jonathan Joss has starred in numerous shows and films, including Parks and Recreation, King of the Hill, and the Paramount Plus series, Tulsa King. Jonathan has also appeared on Circle Round. Listen for him in the title role of our season three finale, Grandfather Stone. Our featured instrument this week was the Native American drone flute. You can learn more about this double-tubed wind instrument and see a photo of Eric Shimalonis playing it on our website. Once more, that's wbur.org slash circle round. 
Grown-ups, if you enjoy what you hear on Circle Round, please write us a five-star review on your favorite podcast app. And please tell your friends about the show. It'll help us keep circling around with you for years to come. And if you'd like to keep in touch with us, join our community on social media. On Facebook and Instagram, we are at Circle Round Podcast. Circle Round is a production of WBUR, Boston's NPR news station. I'm Rebecca Shear. Thanks for circling around with us. One of the best things about creating Circle Round is hearing from listeners like you. Circle Round fans have been telling us about their favorite Circle Round stories, and we're excited to share some of their voices with you. My name is Adam. I live in Vancouver, Canada. My favorite Circle Round is Strong Mind and Kind Heart. I like the part when the creaky house turns into a jade palace. My name is Tassie and I'm from Saratoga, California. My favorite Circle Round story is Strong Mind and Kind Heart. My favorite part was when the Emerald Castle showed up and when Kind Heart saw a woman in the water and saved her, but it was actually a fairy. My name is Raven and I live in New Mexico. My favorite circle around story is Getting Skunked because I like the part when Snowbird closes her wings. My name is Alec. I live in North Bend, Washington. My favorite circle around story is Catching Fire. My favorite part is when the other big animals made fun of tortoise and chameleon, but they didn't give up. They gave it their best shot. My name's Maeve, and I live in Savannah, Georgia, and my favorite episode of Circle Round is Banana Split, because I like the part where a tortoise just jumps out of the banana tree. My name is Chloe, and I live in Oak Park, Illinois. My favorite Circle Round story is like oil and water, and my favorite part is when the man drops the coins into the water. Did someone mention an episode you missed? No problem. You can find every single Circle Round story on our website. That's wbur.org slash circle round or wherever you and your grown-ups get your podcasts. <laughs>